What's up, guys? Welcome back to ENG Pot of Thunder with your boy, Young Denzel. And we're here with the mayor of Pawtucket, your own Flanny. And your Instagram, at yeah Flanny. That's it, at yeah Flanny. At yeah Flanny. Can't get any simpler. Hey, follow your boy. You got all the good posts about sports. Literally anything, this is your man to go to. All the entertaining tweets, Instagram posts, you know it. And we're here also with at Brett Do It, Amazon Guru, the man. You might follow him on Twitter. You'll have everything, Patriots and Celtics, good or bad. Good or bad. But right now with the Celtics, it's all good right now. He's, st- he's not starting on the right topic. Uh-oh. He tried sliding. Uh-oh. Away. Yeah, he tried <laughs> to get away from it. I tried to avoid him. Yo, Effie's <laughs> a psycho. This dude has a 90-inch TV in his living room. It's been here for a year? A year and a, a half. A year and a half? I'm like, yo, what? What's on the bottom corner of the TV? He's like, what? I'm like, the huge yellow sticker that says, like, the clearance price. Remove me. It's like, it was like six by four. He's like, I just haven't taken it off. I'm like, okay, that's fine. He takes it off, and it's the entire TV. He had a sticker over the So you can only do that at a certain size. Like, I feel like anything 55 and under, you have to take it off because it's going to bother you. Mm. And once you get that size, you just don't care. He, like, you don't care. You were looking through plastic for a year. <laughs> Hey, bro, I want no one to scratch he it. thought That's it was the tequila the yeah, whole time. Yeah, you just undes your TV. It was fucking VVNDS. Well, like, <laughs> I could flip it right now. Basically, it's brand new. <laughs> yeah, you, yo, you could. We could get that back out. Try to stick it back yo, on. it was mad big, bro. It was like... It's still, it's, it's it still looked like a, counter. a sheet that he just pulled <laughs> off of it. Well, like Flanny said, though, when it's 55 and over, nothing in the video even catches that. You don't really notice. Yeah. Like, like I'll cover the ESPN right now. Actually, now you see the logos. Actually, now you've yeah, you're welcome. Your remote's gonna work better. <laughs> He's got what one tenth of a fraction. And of he TV, said he though. has it on his in his room too. Yeah, no, he just doesn't peel stickers. We're going there next after the pod. We'll report back on the next episode. Wild, bro. Hey, we do this one next. Yeah, fuck it. We gotta set the mood right. Mm. Mm. I, I do it with a girl. Actually, that'll be my next move. We gotta come to my room. Help me remove a sticker real quick. That's my pickup line. Mm. Then you gotta put it back on for the next one though. <laughs> It's gonna have like seven sets of hand. You're gonna on. be going to the prof place mall, getting like uh, screen protectors on your TV. <laughs> Pulling in, just walking in, you walking know, through the mall with the, the TV on your back. The worst. I have screen protectors on my TVs, but I don't have one on my fucking Apple Watch, and it's all scratched up now and shit. Mm. Again, reckless. Don't know how folks to get. Is this? Is that bear? That's bear, bro. Oh my god! I don't, how I don't, do you, I don't know? I know. I, I, I At just least you have it. a case, though. Uh, I guess this the is folks like, that have no screen protector, no case, no nothing, just out here raw dogging it. Uh, I, I couldn't do it. Dude, that's my sister. I couldn't do it. She raw dogs it, and then she breaks her phone Pause. every six months. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I'm going to say it like that. My bad. Oh, I looked right at the camera. Pause that. Uh, uh, Cut that. She raw dogs the phone. The phone. <laughs> and she breaks it every six months. And every six months, she's like, oh, I need a new camera. I need a new, need a new phone. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you do it every fucking year. I think that's like her plan. I think what we have to do is take the screen protector from the TV, cut it up. <laughs> Into mm. like twenty yeah. mini screen protectors and put them on our phone. Um, this is not racist, but at my work, right next door to us, we have people that fix phones and stuff. And I, I've been going to them. Like they help me with my phone, my screen protector and stuff. It's what they do. But I'm pretty sure they're Russian. And I just, I, you I don't didn't feel go. I'm anymore? not going. I'm out. <laughs> is it like a personal boycott? Are I you worried so, yeah. you might just happen to be in there getting your phone protected? Someone might throw a Molotov through the window. Yeah, I'm just, just, I, I just I'm not cool. I'm good. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm all set. You got to on the side of caution there. If they're Ukraine, you're fine. You're going. Yeah, hell yeah. True. Fast. Fuck yeah. Pay him double. Yeah, hell yeah. Dude, I was in Portugal and it's the day it happened and there was like riots, like not riots, there was like protests everywhere. Mm. And I was like, do I join or do I just <laughs> vacationing? I don't it's know sketchy. what to do. Yeah, because it's like, do I not join and yeah. they think I'm an op or mm. do I just try to get down from day one? Yeah, it's tricky. I don't know. Shout out to the Ukraine though. What are you logging into, bro? Twitter. Trying to find some trending topics you never know. Oof. Damn, you my, you started with Celtics. My fault. I jumped the fucking TV. But real quick, is the the light boxes aren't in the camera shots, are they? I have no idea. You get. I'll check real quick. You want me to go check? If you can, yeah. Yeah, I'll last check. podcast they were like in the corner, the and it was like it ruined the shot. Mm. Guys, the production value is is key. It's happened. It's key. That's it. You want a good product? No, we're good. All right, hey, here we are. We're live now. Yeah. Um, look are at we this. live without we're, me? Damn. Do bro. you guys believe this? Look, we're talking about iPhones. First Yeah, they're ad. listening. First they're ad. listening. They're always listening. Always. Everywhere. That's, that's at not, all times. That's fucked up. Isn't that weird? Do you guys ever have a time when you're thinking about something, never even like typed it, and it pops up on your phone? Mm. It, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've had multiple times where I'm not on my phone, but I'm actually having a conversation. So me and you are talking, me and you are talking, our phones are in our pockets. I go to Instagram, first ad I see exactly what we're talking about. 
Yeah. And it's just like literally the mics are picking it all up. You can, just... I, you can ask Shan. Last week I asked her, I was like, yo, are you pregnant? And she was like, no. I was like, well, I got like Wow, three... that would have been a hell of an announcement for the podcast. That would have been wild. Fuck. You know, I had three like diaper ads. Yeah, and see? I was like, yo, it's... what's going on here? I know somebody's talking about it's this. Nuts. And that's it wasn't it's me. Like, yeah, the microchip that was going in everyone's arms mm. is, is, is fully <laughs> active here. Mm. Yeah, I believe, I believe that. That could be fun. Name a retired athlete who could still get buckets today. That could be fun. They got mm. Jordan there. I, Jordan can still get buckets. I don't know that he can get buckets just because he's still like athletic, but because he's just so much of a competitor and also just a dick at the end of the day, he's not letting anyone stop it. Like, 100%. he's getting buckets. I definitely agree with that. I mean, are we talking about like old athletes or like just retired? Like, Could be. I don't get because Jamal Crawford can still ball. Still why, get is he, why is he getting So many 10 days handed out. <laughs> How did Jamal Crawford not get it? <laughs> Dude, How? It, it makes no sense. I don't understand it. Nobody needs bench scoring. Like, it's crazy. Everybody needs bench scoring. It's It makes no sense. And, like, I love Lance. Happy Lance yeah. got his 10-day. Happy Isaiah has gotten multiple contracts. But it's like, how does Jamal Crawford not get a 10 I don't understand how you get these small contracts and then you play. Like, Lance. Yeah. Like, they're like, I guess we'll bring him in and he'll run our second unit. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> if he can run your second unit, then what are we Lance waiting for? And why do you have these guys in the bench? Why are they even on the team if you have no intentions of playing them? Yeah. Not like, crazy. I don't get, like, when Doc Rivers and that Celtics, who does this shit now? He'll sign players that like, we used to get, um... You can name a bunch of them. Like, uh, who was the white guy who was on the Heat? He came to us. Um, the shooter, number 30. White guy on the Heat. Then he came to what, the Celtics What year? After. What year? What year? Um, like, the 2010 year. We made it to the... No, because I was just about to say Doug Robinson's still on the heat. <laughs> it doesn't even matter, dude. We signed up, and then we never played him. Mm. And, oh, Murphy. Troy Murphy? Troy Mur- yeah, Troy Murphy. Okay. He was doing good that year. Everybody wanted him. Doc signed him. Never played him. Mm. For what fucking reason? Why did we pick him up then? Why are we picking these players with no intention of even playing them? Is it to, like, take players away from other teams so they're not playing them? So the Heat doesn't pick... Well, the Spurs will pick him up. He might play him in the championship. So let's just not have him play. Yeah, yeah that can never be a strategy. Like, yeah, you that's... can never <laughs> take a roster spot away from yourself to try to take him away from It's just, it It never works. That definitely happens with Red Sox Yankees for the record. Uh, no, 100%. And like you see teams do it. Like there might be what? One or to three percent of the time where that actually comes to fruition where like you grabbing a guy directly affects you. But like it just, it's not. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, no. That's... It does not make sense. Worry about your own damn Now if it's someone who... Is like, you know, Red Sox Yankees, we've seen this a lot more recently where guys, you know, like Johnny Damon, uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, guys who play well for one go to the other and they, they're doing it because they think this is a good player who can add to our team. That makes sense. Yeah. I understand that. Right. But just going and taking a roster spot just to be like essentially a dick, it's not going to work out. I feel like that's Doc Rivers' fucking move though. He does that shit all the time. He, there, there's so many players he never plays. Mm. There's dialogue. I don't know if we get into it here. But there's a lot of dialogue about Doc Rivers and how good of a coach he actually is. Yes. I think as the days <laughs> and minutes go by, he plummets. Mm. He's just he's Yeah, his not stock is guy. dropping. And I like Doc as a man, great guy, seems like a really good dude, etc. Real strong family ties to Duke. But he's not that guy. Mm. He's not. He, I, don't I, don't think he, I don't think he's ever been. He's had good runs, he's had good teams, it's worked out well. But for the most part, and I I've, I've seen, you know, some tweets and different stuff it's like folks will compare players when they're under him to essentially any other coach in their career and their numbers are pretty low mm. Doc, compared to most mm-hmm. other spots like how didn't he win with that clippers victory a few times i mean even even in boston they should have won more i know they should have won more Tell i mean i know it. they were there one more time and you know perk was hurt and you know let perk tell it they mm-hmm. should have won and oh, you know maybe they should have but they should be more there they did you be. did you watch the ceremony for kg uh, a bit. That I popped in and out. Legendary, I, I heard bro. the pop. Legendary. Was cra- it was like a WrestleMania pop. <laughs> it was. It was. And him coming out and just dropping the f bombs was perfect. Yeah, it was like when Poppy it dropped so the f bomb like yeah. in five seconds. I was like, hopefully KG is real. And obviously he was. Yeah. He's the most real person that there is in the NBA. That shit yeah. was wild. Yeah. Was what dope. was the inspirational shit? Oh, he said, "Um, you the can't super- your superpower line." Did you hear the superpower line? No. Man, he said, like, his shit was like, um, you can't teach or you can't, the person with superpowers can't be taught or some shit like that. It was like, you can't like teach what to do to with this. Right, like, yeah. how many people have a superpower, yeah. which for him was like his energy. So he's like, who the fuck do I go to 
to learn how to use my energy. Yeah. Nobody. I'm the only one that has this. So I, he said he, he even said he had like dark moments trying to like figure out how to like bottle it because yeah. he was like, I feel tapped. So he's oh, like, I, yeah, he figured out how to bottle it up and it was like positive for his game. And it makes sense because you can see like throughout his career, obviously Young KG was a monster in Minnesota, but he was far from a finished product in the sense of just being able to control himself, being able to, you know, dictate the game, let the game dictate how you're going to react in certain situations, etc. Not mm. getting away from himself, but in Boston is really when that came, you know, and I saw so many folks, I don't know if you were one of them, I saw so many people were like, listen, folks, like, sorry, Minnesota, he's one of ours, like, mm. he's Boston. Yeah. 100%. And it's like, for the longest time, I think I wanted to fight that, because I was like, nah, man, KG in Minnesota was, like, different, and he did so much, but it's true right like it's it's boston but he is the when you look you know how on instagram they've been posting like who do you think of when you see this logo timberwolves it's either him or love right yeah it's yeah you know they I mean, you, can, you can see you can see no. cat now i would i part of me like marbury i see marbury a bit but i see kg yeah it, it is kg but i think that's more indicative of the, the franchise yeah because like if you can say in boston you directly correlate kg not even first, but in the top handful of names, that's crazy because of how many stars have been in Boston over the years. Mm. But then you look at Minnesota, it's the opposite. It's literally KG and a handful of other guys. Right. Again, off that, what do you guys, if you have to judge yourself, what do you think your superpower is? Because if that hits you hard, <laughs> you must have been like, yo, that's, right. touch, that's touching me. That's hit my heart. Mm. What do you think is hard to, like, that KG line, what I do think, you find well, yourself? I think the point of... KG saying that was that like not everybody has that and like so he's like when I do have a superpower what the fuck do I do yeah. like how do I learn to use it I don't I don't, superpower I don't think I have a superpower I think you do oh shit I think do, you do, do you this pod's getting real do you have one for him <laughs> I'm ready I'm listening I'm dude, sitting down that that your business sense a lot of people don't have that mm. you're out here you're hustling. Do you have a business acumen? A yeah, drive? You, you yeah. Do. But that's a superpower. But it's more yeah. than a drive, though. Yeah. Because it's not even like, it's just, you can have a drive and a passion, and that's going to get you far. Like, it can get you really far. But mm. like you still got to have that innate ability to know which decision to make yeah. in the moment, in time, throughout, just over time. Like, you have to mm. have to have that. Oh, wow. I respect that. Thank you. Word. Yeah, I, I sure. hope so. We can talk about this on seven podcasts. My, I, We can talk business for nine hours. I'm down. Yeah, and like that, dude. That's that's a superpower in itself because, like he just said, you still have a lot of people have the business acumen, but they're not putting that into work. You're you're doing it, Brent. Mm. Do it. He's doing it. <laughs> so I think legit, like you're you're like legit, like your social media name. Everyone's talking about doing shit, but I think all three of us here we're doing it, mm. and I like how we like conduct ourselves too because you're not here, you're not like flaunting it, but. Dude, you're doing your thing, and I definitely respect the shot of it. I think that's where we have that mutual respect for each other, like the business side, and where we'll be like connecting that side. Yeah, those, of those are the people that I connect with the best too. Like my my work, I work with five other guys, and literally, I work with them because they are on the same drive as me, and that's why we're succeeding because we are all the same mentality. And that's why, like, when you talk business, I'm like, oh baby, I'm excited because you have a drive too. And I that being that. said, guys, we said it. I don't know if I was joking, but legit. You guys might not know, but Brett legit, I can say he's like an Amazon guru. That's mm. his job. When I get a little into it, he uh, he works selling on Amazon. Yeah. So I mean, that's all people. I thought people hear that they're like, how? That okay? That sounds cool, but that's bullshit. You hear mm. that from all like you probably get that all the time. What do you do? Sell Amazon, and people are probably like, okay, that's ex- yeah, yeah, that's exactly what people just do. Throwing like one off. Yeah, they there, think like, they think I'm selling on eBay. Yeah, they exactly. think I'm like you selling like three like, things a week yeah. on eBay. But, yeah, I mean, which yeah. which you are? Yeah, I, I do that too. That's yeah, a whole nother yeah. Line. that's a whole nother. Audrey <laughs> said you do want to talk about that. Oh no, yeah, no. I mean, we can talk Amazon forever. But oh, yeah. oh I heard wrong what you said beginning before. Oh uh, no. Yeah, but, so even when you're doing that shit, like I don't know. So you want to get a little bit more into that? So like we kind of brought into it. So mm. what are you selling on Amazon? What are you comfortable talking about? And like how just like the basics of it? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean. I've been saying for a long time, like when I describe what I do, I always say like, I don't know how many people understand Amazon. Maybe it's more now. Obviously I've been doing it for a while mm-hmm. now. So maybe like, maybe you understand Amazon more, but basically when the pandemic helped there too, yeah, so many like that wildly. was the go-to. So yeah. like, I'm sure you all reaped some benefits, but just in general, like people's understanding and knowledge of sure is growing. Right. So when you, when you buy something on Amazon, right, there's, 
you know, 5% of the items on Amazon, you'll recognize the brand, right? So if you go buy a TV on Amazon, you're buying, you're buying a Sony TV. You might buy it from Amazon or from like Sony or a big company. You know what you're buying. The other 95% of things you buy on Amazon, when you don't recognize the brand, it's people like me mm-hmm. and Effie selling you the product. So my company, we were flipping sneakers for a long time on Amazon. That's how we started clothing and sneakers. Now we make our own stuff. We make our own toys. We do a lot of grocery. Like Josh said, he knows that during the pandemic, we had trouble getting clothing and sneakers from suppliers, just like everybody that was. one boat fucked it all up. Yeah. <laughs> it's still stuck. <laughs> so we, we switched over to a lot of grocery during the pandemic. It's a terrible thing for many people. It made our business boom. We had our biggest year during the pandemic. Wait, I've never even asked you about the food. It's essentially the same thing as like making lights or stands or getting it from food. overseas. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same concept. Um, there's other things that go into it, like, you know, expiration dates and making your own food is dicey because you definitely want to make sure it's safe. Like I make toys and we have to get certifications for toys and stuff. But if you make food, it's literally going into people's bodies. There's definitely, you need to make sure you check all your boxes and stuff. Killing but folks if you're, is not going to help the reviews. No, no, definitely not. But if you're flipping food which you can do it's the same exact concept it's so crazy that like flipping like you say that and it's such a casual thing like yeah. flipping food like <laughs> a few years ago like in just a few years ago like you people would hear flipping food like what the fuck does that mean yeah like flipping food how are you flipping food like mm-hmm. are you like selling your <laughs> are you selling your food stamps for cash is that what you mean by flipping food like yeah. no like it's crazy that that's a normal thing yeah and the reason is because amazon's such a massive platform that people don't even shop in other places so I can flip on Amazon because if if grandma down the street wants something and she has an Amazon Prime account, she just goes on Amazon and buys it. She's yeah. not. She, she might have it that night. Right. And so, like, there's a zillion things in the world where I can ask you, like, okay, like, there's a big light right here. How much does this light cost, Josh? Mm-hmm. You have no idea. No clue. Right. Couldn't but if you, you want it, you're going to go on Amazon, you're going to buy it. Absolutely. And that's, the um, first, that's like, the first place I'm going to look. Right. If, if I don't go to Google for if I don't, I'm either going to Google or Amazon. Yeah. Because I have an Amazon account, I'm probably going to go there first. Right. And so if you see you're going to say, Brett, send me that link. Yeah. You're not even going to look it up. You're going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, like, if I can manufacture this light and it's for, for you, you're like, oh, $39.99. What a steal. Yeah, sure. I love sure. it. But I'm like. And it could be worth four bucks. Exactly. I just made it for four bucks. Yep, like, right. you're crazy. But that's how I make my living, bro. It's crazy. Everything. Well, separate. Oh, actually, not these mics. I have other mics though. So everything else, stand, other mics, lights, everything else, bought on Amazon. Literally bought on Amazon. It runs the world, man. It Mm -hmm. really does. And like, you can feel how you feel about like Jeff Bezos, but like, yo, the dude is a fucking genius. If I'm genius, if for the rest of my life I'm not selling on Amazon, then somewhere I fucked up big time. Like something massively terrible happened. So when. You're at, say I'm a person on the street, blah, 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 family, friend. Hey, Brett, you saw Amazon. Okay. Do you get that look? Are you even like mad or you're like, all right, go fuck yourself? Like, do you feel like disrespected at all? Like, oh, that's what people think of you? Because yeah, you're it, definitely getting that. We do, for sure. We definitely consistently, like, even when I reach out to suppliers, right? If I reach out to a wholesaler, they want to know, like, okay, what, what major company are you from? Yeah. I have to say, like, oh, I sell on Amazon. So what we do is we drop, like, typically drop our biggest revenue year mm-hmm. you know we say like well we did hit them with the analytics we did, baby yeah, we, we say okay we did 10 million dollars in sales you know so we're a 10 million dollar and they're like oh okay shit so he's legit like we're a company there's companies that do don't do 10 million dollars right. that they do business with mm-hmm. so if you can do 10 million dollars okay yep. you're legit but i'm saying in essence of like people in person to like say mm-hmm. like shannon's family or anybody yep. in the street like are you feeling disrespected to like the casual person like no, if, I, if you say, oh, I'm a lawyer, people are like, oh, okay, he's right. a lawyer. Shit. You guys have respect. <laughs> right. But, but, and you like, could oh. be a terrible fucking lawyer yeah, and not right. do anything. People respect that. Yeah. yeah. Even when I tell people, like, oh, it's on Amazon, like, don't ask or whatever. Like, I saw Amazon. They don't ask questions. They're like, no, no, whatever. Like, mm. like you said, eBay seller. Right, exactly. So no. Are you feeling disrespected? You're like, all right, I'm uh, making money. I don't give a fuck. It, is, it definitely is kind of annoying. It's definitely, like, a shot, but I don't know. I just take it. And there's probably a zillion jobs where people can say what they do. I'm sure trash men are like, I make mad money. What the hell? Yeah. But I'm sure there's there's many jobs where people have a legit, well paying job, and they're like, or and vice versa. I'm sure there's mad doctors who aren't getting paid what they should. So mm-hmm. I think it goes both ways. But yeah, I feel it a little bit. Also, like, yo, it's the game's changing. I don't know if I talked to you about it, but like, 
it's definitely growing like Amazon accounts that do good. So like I just have an Amazon account no. that does good. I have my personal no. and my work. And it's it's growing where like companies are starting to realize that these numbers are real and they're starting to buy Amazon companies. Yeah, 100%. Like uh, you and hopefully this is I, this might not be what you want, but there is absolutely I'm fully confident in the next handful of years a huge place is going to come to you be like, yeah. We'll take that's, it off. That's, Here's that's the, the check. We're taking off. That's the end goal. I'm letting you know now, I'm here to cash out. Yeah. I am not in this bitch for the long haul. I am cashing out. I am selling my soul as soon as possible. <laughs> well, I'm out. Yeah, people are like, it's not right. and then it's the next idea. Yeah. And then boom, we do that for but, 10 years. Yeah, and then the next we'll one is, like, yeah, no, I'm, yeah. That's what it is. The next the next one is is less worrisome because I'm cashing out on yeah, the first yeah. one. So I told, I told Brad, I'm like, y'all sell brand if they want them. Fuck, how much, how much are you taking? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, yes, yeah, so that's a little introduction to Brett Do It. Mm. Flanny, what do you think your superpower is? Oh, boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, Gapping this is, people this up. Is, yeah. Gapping people Jeez, up. I, that, I, know, I, can't, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> anywhere I go with Brett, it's like he, I, he has the hand sanitizer on deck. Like, mm. literally, we'll be somewhere. We'll be at, you know, we'll be at a, a party at a day trail. Shout out to my, my folks. And we'll be there together, and I'm dapping, and he's just like, literally, here's the, here's the sanitizer. Like, mm. here you go. What do you need? Um, yeah, I don't know. I would say, yeah, probably my communication. Yeah, I, I think yeah, we, if there's a superpower, it's I think I can communicate we, pretty well. We sat Flanny in the middle because <laughs> he has the face. Everybody knows him. We need to get him visible. So, like, that's, that's definitely a thing. I, I, mean, I wanted to be on the podcast. I'm riding his coattails on this podcast. <laughs> that's why I'm on. Uh, we went somewhere one time, and Daimar was like, this guy knows everybody. So if you need to need someone, bring him. I'm like, oh, fine. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like, some people ask me, like, I think Bressy's like, yo, like, do you, is it a burden? Like, is it just too much when they go play? And like, and even Daimar too, like, she's the opposite in sense of like, you know, she's a little bit more like incognito. Like, we can go somewhere yeah. like, you know, if I know some folks, that's cool. But like, you know, I'm just going to do my thing. And like I'm, I like to do that too as well. But like I have no problem talking to anyone. Like I'll talk to the guy on the street. I'll talk to like it doesn't matter who it is. Like I think I've kind of like positioned myself that way to feel like I can talk to anyone, be in any room, have any sort of conversation. Like you know, she always jokes that I know well not even jokes, but she's like, yo, you know a little bit about a lot. Mm. And I'm like, I prefer that. Like I know there's folks who know a lot about a little bit, but I think for me it's like. I want to know a little bit about a lot. That's why I feel like I'm at my best. Mm, facts. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like the first time I met you, I felt like I knew you for the longest time. Like, you just, you have that connection where you make people feel comfortable. And yeah, man, that's definitely a superpower because a lot of people don't have that. I feel like once you have that, you don't even notice that you're talking to everybody, you're mingling, you meet this person, you meet this yeah, person. It's second nature. It is. It really is second nature. And I think it's so important. You know, like, I, you know, for work, what my career is, you know, working with, young students and in high school age students and just working with uh first generation students who want to go to college and who are trying to figure it out and that's the one thing i always hammer home is like yo you got to be able to talk to people Thanks. it doesn't matter where you go where the world takes you what you're trying to accomplish you need to be able to communicate you got to be able to do that in in many different ways too like you got to be able to compose an email you got to be able to you know maybe you know put together like an offer letter an offer sheet or so you, you got to be able to get on the phone and have a cold call with someone you don't know you don't know anything about you've never met and you got to be able to like pick up on those little cues to know how to leverage that conversation to get what you want where do you feel that comfortability came from coming from like inner city a lot of kids sometimes they don't have that ability to distinguish being hip with your friends cool you know trying to fit in be cultured and then have that ability to be professional and conduct email conduct yourself professional mom mom mom, mom facts mom. he knows he 100 it's 100 for mom and i think the part you mentioned important is like inner city or just like people of color they look at that it's like a stigma yeah like you you shouldn't be able to do that or like oh you might be a sellout because you're doing this like nah that's not how it works like but it 100 comes from my mom like she is the same type of person can talk to anyone can be in any sort of room can carry a conversation like she's just comfortable in that so i think i literally directly got that from her and just ran with it from a young age like i think it was you know i had a really cool upbringing in terms of like my family is very diverse like i'm half puerto rican i'm half irish and my, my, yeah, I'm half Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Bury the lead on that one. But, and then my, you know, my brother is Cape Verdean. So I, I was around so many different cultures yeah. and environments and different things as a kid. Like, 
that I just took a little bit from everything and everyone that I encountered. And like, that's kind of how I composed myself and figured out, you know, who I'm going to be, what I'm going to be about, morals, values, those types of things. And I think it's important, like the earlier you can do that, because it has to happen. And I think for everyone, it happens at different points. Did you ever feel any type of way, like being from Pawtucket, being going to Shea, did you ever feel like you had to live up some type of expectation, like join a gang or be that type of like thug or per- like gangster personality? Like, I've never got that vibe from you. So like, but sometimes kids feed into that, especially being in the city, like, oh, I got to, you know, showcase to my friends. You just never had that ever go no. growing up. You never. I never felt the pressure. The pressure's there. It's always there. And I mean, I could, you know, I be in school or be in high school and literally, you know, be walking through the hallways and, and dap up the quote unquote nerds who, you know, nobody really talks to and really deals with who I was able to build connections and have relationships with. Then the athletes, then, you know, anyone from any background and like, in terms of the pressure, the pressure is there and it's prevalent, but I never, it never affected me. Mm. And I also, I guess, the folks, the friends I had, the company I kept, I don't, I want to say they protected me from that, but they always knew, like, I, like I could hang out with folks, I could be at, you know, football, baseball practice, you know, hanging out with, or they might be going to get into something, and they know better than to even extend the offer. They're like, yeah, that's not him, that's not what he's about. Like, we'll catch him tomorrow, but, like that. So I think, just again, communication, yeah. connections, like letting folks know, like, hey, like. If we're out somewhere and, you know, we get into something, like, I got your back. But also, like, if you're, like, going and looking for stuff and trying to get into things or trying to do, like, that's just not me. Yeah, it's different. And I think that's important. And and a lot of people definitely feel the pressure. And I've had friends and folks who've kind of crumbled under that pressure. And it's unfortunate because you see where life may have taken them. But it's like, you just have to, at the end of the day, it's like, not selfish, but like, yo, you have to take care of you. Like, at the end of the day, the only person that is obligated to take care of you is you. Like, it's great to have a great circle and a support system, and that's necessary. But, like, you have to be thinking at the end of the day, okay, how do I position myself? How, do, how am I comfortable? What can I do? What's good for me? What's bad for me? And, again, like, there's a lot that goes into that, but you have to be thinking from that standpoint of, like, okay, I got to make sure I'm taking care of myself before I think of taking care of everyone So, else. set, you can go, yeah. I'm just going to say, unlike Flanny, I'm about life. <laughs> Oh, facts. Brett, facts. Brett does it. Brett does it. Facts. He's the guy who, after practice, is going to get into it. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm out. I'm out. Yo, I actually experienced this like oh, two, three weeks ago with Shan's sister and Shan. Like, we were in a little a drunk in uh, car accident situation. Did I tell you what? No, this? God. Yo, wild. But anyways, long story short, I was about to life. Only because I had guys around me. Don't get it twisted. I'm not about the life. <laughs> but I will pretend like I am about the life. Because I know I'm with I'm with Josh. I'm with Effie. I'm with El Ray. I'm with Steve. Steve is ready to rock. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I, I pretend I'm, I'm about the life. I get in somebody's face. So I know Josh is there. I got in the guy's face a little bit. Guy got in my face a little bit. And nobody was coming. Yeah. The other dudes that I didn't really know, I'm like, oh, they they might not yeah. do what Josh does. <laughs> and, and, that, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, because like, obviously, if we're together, like you have that sense of comfort. 100%. You know, there's yeah. certain folks you can be around. Um, and I obviously I I try to keep, you know, I have I keep a small circle. I know a lot of people, but I do keep a small circle in the sense of like there's some folks who I might be out and like can mingle with and hang out with. But like if some shit goes left. Those probably aren't the people who are going to be in my foxhole. Yeah, but yeah. you know the people who you're with, and you're like, you know what? Like, you feel, and it's it's probably not a good thing, but you have kind of like that sense of invincibility. I'm like, yeah, I'm with my people. I know I'm going to be good. Yep. And when, it's like sometimes it plays out, and you know it can go left, but for the most part, it just you feel comfortable, you feel good. Slaney takes his watch off like twice a year. That, if yeah, if that, <laughs> that's, that's the that's, that's the sign. Is not great. That's how you know. Like I'm, I'm really upset because I, because at the end of the day, I'm thinking like, fuck, I don't want to fuck up my watch. Yeah. Like I don't even whatever, whatever bullshit's happening, I don't fuck up my watch. Yeah, but if the watch up. comes off, that's like, oh shit, mm. okay. And it's like, very both, rare. It's very rare. Both are for me. Yeah, he's like, fuck it. Yeah, give exactly. me, put, give me. I'll put the watch on. Uh, that being said, like, so you said like you don't take care of yourself and stuff like that. Is that where maybe you? Being in the city, knowing that situation, is that where you felt? All right, let me get get back to the community, and where like so is that where it came from? Where you want to get back and help people out in those scenarios where they don't have that confidence in themselves to feel obligated to like to know what's right and wrong. So you want to help them decide what's right and wrong. Hundred percent. And I, if, uh, I, I still to this day feel like that's my obligation. Like I'm obligated to do that because I had folks, thankfully, older than me who did the same thing for me. Um, family, non-family, just friends, folks who I grew up with. You know, I grew up in an apartment complex, so there was you know dozens of us who literally, from the time we were in diapers to the time we were in high school, were running around together. And 
the older groups would always look out for the young groups and it just continued on. And I think that's in general how it's supposed to be, you know, in community and within right. groups. So like I always felt like that was an obligation. I didn't, I didn't know it was going to happen through like the lens of education. I didn't know if it was going to be my career, but I always knew it was going to happen in, a, in some sense because I just think it's important. Like I feel like it's my obligation. Whatever I know, I need to pass that on Do you have to money? make it you better. Have siblings? Yeah, yep. I have an older brother and an older sister. Do you think that played into it? I mean, I, I don't know that dynamic at all. I mean, so were they there for you and like did that help you out? One hundred percent. I mean, my dad. I mean, yeah, my dad wasn't in my life, so my brother was essentially that father figure for me. So, mm -hmm. and he's twelve years older than me. So it was very easy to see where he was at a very young age and see what he was doing, even just how he would handle things. He's very, very calm, super, super cool demeanor. Like in a lot of ways, we're polar opposites, but our morals and values are the same. The way we carry ourselves, like. Diamond jokes all the time. She's like, yo, you're just like your brother. And I don't see it yeah. at all because it's more internal stuff. It's just how we handle things either internally or how we approach things. It's just the way we, the way it might sound or look is a little different, but we still like the But that was vouched into you, which made you want to get back now. Mm -hmm. So Brett being like an only child, how do you think that, how do you think, do you consider like your friends, like your siblings, like your brothers and stuff like that? And like, how that growing up? Like. Yo, that's a wild, great question. I, Shan, my fiance, has three, three and a half sisters, and I don't, I don't even understand how she lives her life. Wild. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, like people always ask, like, yo, like who did you play with when you were a kid? And like, like I literally, my pops was my best friend from my entire childhood, and then beyond that, it was just like I, I just started having friends, and you know, my mom's been my my shout out to mom yeah my my mom you know my entire life everybody knows what their mom is for them so it, it, i learned so much from shan and her family recently it's like i don't even understand the sibling relationship i have to share stuff i'm like wait what so everything just internally keeping everything aside to yourself i deal with everything myself i talk to myself i walk around like if shan's not home i walk around and like talk to myself all the time i do that but all day I, i'm like i just that's how i lived i played with my well, pause. <laughs> I literally like I would like go into my room and play by myself all the time, and like I had to make shit up and make friends up, and I just dealt with it. And then like now I get older and I talk to myself, and I'm like, oh wait, like because you're so this, used to just talking through something. Yeah, yeah. I'm like these are my friends. Like <laughs> it's in my head. Yeah, like, I don't have to say this to myself. I can just pick up the phone and send a text or a phone call. But even and I do that too because I think in a sense, being the fact that my brother was 12 years older than me. There was not a disconnect, but like yeah. there were certain points in his life like, I couldn't even understand, right? Or like you know when he's when I'm watching fucking Monday Night Raw as a six year old and like he's eighteen, mm. like yeah, he's probably not gonna sit down and watch yeah. with me. So like there was different sorts of things where like I I would have a little bit of that kind of only sibling only child type of thing, but then again it was like where I grew up I had a lot of cousins who literally were like right down the street from me or even at one point we was you know we were in a three family and it was all family so like that was always it was always there for me which was nice because I think for some people it's not and then you figure that out as you get older you process that and you kind of figure out what works for you being a single child do you think it was like difficult to make friends like that way just because like maybe you had that more talking to yourself you're playing by yourself and the pause and like do you think like sometimes i don't know like i feel like when we hit it off like when we first met uh even with elray like we didn't get along i always thought like i don't know if brett likes me or not this is from high school days mm. do you feel like sometimes you have like those prejudgments on people just because you didn't have that like yeah easier... i don't hear i there's definitely things that i'm not good at um and like i'm friends you know best friends with mike mike mooney because he's an only child <sighs> we have a lot of things that we're kind of similar and like, like if I don't get my way, whereas most people are like, all right, I guess we're doing somebody else's thing. I'm like, mm, wait, no, this isn't what I, this is, this is me. Like, yeah. we're supposed to be doing my thing. Mike's like that too. Um, getting along with people though. I don't know. I, I think I get along with people and I, I definitely, I'm outgoing too, like Josh in terms of just like speaking to people and stuff. So I don't think I have a problem meeting, talking to people, but definitely like using, like talking to people all the time, expressing myself to people that I definitely don't do. And I think too, just thinking through like community, right? Like family on Little League, mm -hmm. like that for a lot of people, like even I think of only child and, you know, folks who didn't have folks around like that was, yeah, that was it. Like yeah. that was the replacement or that was the, the place where it's like, yo, I'm on a team. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I'm on a team. Those are my people. And like there's guys on the team, there's girls on the team. Like these are my folks. These are my people. The coaches like that. That's someone I look up to. That's someone who looks out for me. So I think even if you don't necessarily have that in your house, if you can have that in your orbit, mm -hmm. like it goes a long way. It really does. It's mad weird to me that people play Little League or even any young sport and they're not 
like I don't they're not still friends and I'm like I don't even understand how that's possible yeah. because all like all my friends come from there yeah. like Mike Chris you Nick like I just get all my friends from Little League and like those yeah. are where I made my best friends where the hell else am I supposed to do school school's whack as fuck Oh, you're talking about being a single child or just in general? Yeah, just being, I mean, anything. I guess being an only child and, like, that's where I, like, those are where I find, found friends. Yeah. And, like, Shan, like, Shan, her, you know, her sister's going to be her maid of honor and vice versa. Shan's going to be the maid of honor for her sister next month. I'm like, that's, you just get handed a friend. Yeah. I'm like, I had to go <laughs> hunt mine down. You got built in. I had to go find mine. What the hell? Do you feel, like, jealous about that at any point? Like, damn. Um, like, I wish no, I had. You know what blew my mind? Like, I don't even know. I found this out like five years ago. Somebody was like, yo, when your parents get old, like who's going to take care of them? And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's only me. That's, that's only me. It's a real like, game. it's not like me and my brother split the yeah. freaking bill <laughs> in all the time. <laughs> you got it's the just odds me. days. I got the evens. So right. and, and so at the time when I found this out, my parents, my, I had my dad alive, my mom, and their significant. So I'm like, wait. Yeah. Wait, 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 there's four people, not two, there's so four people that my stepfather, yeah. like, that's me. You're like, yeah. I definitely have to cash out now. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got to put them in a home, if not, they're yeah. living with me. I'm like, yo, this is going to be an expensive life. <laughs> but I think that that also makes you, like, who you are, though. Like you said, like, you're going to stick to, like, your guns no matter what. And that definitely helped you down the line, I feel like, in business. Because, like, you have to have that, like, confidence in yourself. Like, I'm doing this shit no matter what who's with me who's not with me mm. and like you did de- you definitely need that sense of like that mentality of what you're doing Yo, you can't be second guessing yourself and if you have that mindset you're gonna do it and that's made you who you are today though so the best line, part the the entire reason that i do what i do for work is because like the entire concept the entire point is that I am essentially betting on myself. That's my entire job. I'm betting on myself. If I work hard, I'm going to make bad money, and if I don't, I'm not. But I know I'm going to, and that's the benefit of doing what I do. And that's that's important because I think for some people, they're not comfortable there, and mm. they can't live with that. Like That's too much of a, not a burden, but like they're not comfortable in that space. And I think you have to be. And that's why like you even said it better than I was trying to say earlier in terms of like at the end of the day, it's you. And I think for that reason, it's important because it's like, yo, you ha- you can you can depend on yourself. Like you can always depend on yourself, like, mm. but you have to be comfortable doing that. There's a lot of folks mm. who are not comfortable doing that. And I think in, in, even now, like I know mental health is super, super important. And I think that's one of those spaces where it's like you got to be comfortable being in a room with just you. Mm. And a lot of people aren't comfortable being in a room with just them because they don't like who they are in that setting. They might like it yeah. in a room full of 500 people, but they don't like themselves when they're alone. That's, and it's like, if yeah. you don't get to that point, things are going to be tough for you. That's crazy. I mean, people ask me all the time, like, oh, you're traveling. Who are you going with? Myself. And people are like, what? Myself. Like, is that crazy? People are like, I, c- I couldn't do that myself. Yeah. I'm like, I feel comfortable by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I like my own company. Yep. And it's Hell cool. yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's not because you have to travel alone. Yeah. yeah. It's just because that's what you want to do. You want to experience that. It might, you know, it might be a little easier. It might make more sense. But yeah, there's people who literally wouldn't even, like people who can't even go down the street by themselves. Mm. That's, to me, I don't even think of it like that way. It doesn't even process through my mind. Like, I just, I've never thought about it like that. So I guess when you have that mind, it's just, it's different. Like, it's, that's, the other side's foreign to me. Like, what you won't go to the movies by yourself you won't go to like a restaurant by yourself because i'm going out i'm doing everything i'm going yep. to games by myself i'm going checking out museums i'm doing random shit by myself mm. and it's like yeah it's just that's like that's second nature to me when i go thrifting i listen to a podcast or i listen to music and like a new album comes out i'm like this is gonna be fucking great i'm gonna have three hours yeah like I you're looking forward so like, yeah, yeah you're like yeah, planning like, ahead on the calendar like yes yep. i get to take four hours this day and just block out the world and it's yeah, just me like, absolutely it's my favorite you gotta have that and especially i think too like you know in our cases where we're both engaged like you know we obviously live with our fiancés it's like you love them you want to be around them all the time you want to have that but you also need to have that not, not a, that space but you got to be open to having those those moments where it's like you're either comfortable on your own or either like you're comfortable expressing that you want to be on your own. Yeah. Like, hey, cool. Like, you go out, cool. You do that. I'm going to do this. Like, that's cool. You know? my, my house setup is because I'm an only child. I have two viewing rooms, two TV rooms. We did peel the TVs. Like, we peeled the cigarettes. <laughs> day, day one. Day one. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, day one, you <laughs> lunatic. Uh, but yeah, like, literally, we have separate rooms because I'm like, I'm an only child. I'm like, Wait, again, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to watch the Celtics game. 
I, it's selfish to make you watch it, so I'm gonna just give yep. you your own space, and I'm gonna have my own space. And- Do you have separate bedrooms? No, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Al's coming on. This is a topic we want to touch on. Actually, it's a big topic. He's like, days. I'm having separate rooms, and I'm like, Facebook like that. I'm sharing that. For the record, on that when boat. I say hell no, that's because Shan might listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be opposed to it. Honestly, we do a good job of like saying on the other side of the bed. We just started looking into king size beds recently. Mm. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. Not that we king. Yeah, we don't have an issue with it. But again, only child. That would not be the worst case scenario for me. Yeah, yeah, same with us. I mean, like we we have the option if you know we have multiple rooms, so we have the option if we want to do that. That's not something we ever want to do. I think it's important to have space, right? Like mm-hmm. you were talking earlier about, you know, certain rooms in your house that are like just your room yeah, yeah. for you. And I think it's important to have those spaces. Like I every day, like and it's funny because we have, you know, we have a storage closet where we live and it's just full with just random shit. Like and it's all random like sports shit, memorabilia, jerseys, balls, all these different things, right? And it's like she's like, What are you doing? So I'm like, Yeah, because when I get my dream house, this is all gonna be oh, in my man cave. Like all of this is happening. She's like, Yeah, but like that's not happening now. And I'm like, because I have the division is fully baked. And I'm like, this is what we're doing. And that's going to be my space. Oh, like, I'll have yeah. my space and she can, she'll have her space. Like, we'll have multiple spaces. But it is a very hot topic thing these days. And I have friends who, who will agree with Elle and be like, yeah, when I get married, I'm going to have a separate house. Like, we're going to have two <laughs> properties. Like, a literally a separate property. Like, maybe on the same plot of land or maybe next door or whatever. But, like, we're going to have separate properties. doesn't mean we're yeah. going to... Just <laughs> exclusively separate, separate spouses. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> but like, we're not gonna exclu- exclusively live in two separate houses. But we have that yeah. if we need it. And yeah. I, am I checkmate? Different beds, not yeah, different, no, houses, different houses. And I have people I know are like, yeah, like that's my plan. Like, if I can't find a woman or a man who's gonna be comfortable with that, I'm not comfortable with that. Hey, that's big ball type shit. But honestly, like, yo, alright, if I was talking to a girl and she was like, I want to buy my own house. This is my house. I have it's under my name. If she wants to buy one, why am I gonna be like, no? You can buy one. Why fucking not? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, do your own thing. I mean, I'm not going to hold anybody back for, like, what they want to do. So, if they want to do that, I mean, two separate houses, why not? It's better for both of us, then. Like, if you might get sleeping fucking Cranston today, we can fucking sleep in Cumberland tomorrow. Right. I mean, it's just building down the line, because that's investment for her down the line. If she ever wants to flip and make money, like, that's like Shannon telling, no, you can't buy Amazon shit. No. It's essentially the same. There's different type of investments. Right. So, yep. I mean... Mm. I'm like I'm not an only child, but I've always had my own bed. Mm. So that concept was like, damn, I've always slept by myself for about thirty years this this time. Now I must sleep with someone else for the next twenty Bro, years of my life. It's scary. It was yeah, scary I mean, committing California to that King. Yeah. Seems <laughs> like he's gonna be. I will say the one the one thing that makes it a little easier is like just college. Like mm. having to share a, a twin extra long bed with, oh, a, yeah. with a, uh, a whole nother human being. <laughs> like now, like you said, you're looking at the the king, and it's like even the queen. I'm like, yo, this can work because I've made. <laughs> if you can make that work in yeah. college, like you you'll make it uh, work. The reason I didn't back, go away party. for college was because of that. I oh, can't really? even only child. There's no way in hell I'm sharing my nah, space like t- that yo, with somebody. It's and it's so sketchy. And like shout out to my man Drew, who's actually his birthday today. Happy birthday! Like Happy birthday, brother. It's hard to find a good roommate. It's such a hard thing to do, mm. like, because oh, there's just dude. so much that goes into it. Like, there's yeah. the privacy, there's the safety, there's like, there's so etiquette. many different things. Yeah, etiquette, dude, like and everyone's etiquette's different. And I think I I had to learn that the hard way in college. Like, yeah, like everything I've learned, like that's not the only way to do things. Like, obviously, it's my preference, and I'm mm. like a clean freak and those sorts of things. But like, my normal is not the next person's normal. And it's like that doesn't mean one's good or one's bad, but it's like all right, cool. Like you just, what's the middle ground? Like where, where, what are we compromising on? Like I give you this, but I need that. Like it's, Bro, it's not easy. In New Orleans, I had a sweet mate. This dude was from Nigeria, super into church, super religious. Every Sunday at like two a.m., he was having service in his room, and I'm like, dude, what does that look like? He had to zoom in. I couldn't. He had the door closed. Oh, he was like hosting. Service. Yes, he was like hosting it. Two a.m. because two a.m. was that time. Yeah, home. whatever. It's two a.m. But maybe like two p.m. I don't know what the fuck. I was sleeping, so it was like two a.m. I'm yeah, like, or it could be two p.m. <laughs> maybe in college, and who knows? But either way, I'm like, dude, you, you can't have to lower the volume. I'm, yeah. like, I'm trying to sleep. He's like, he's like, oh, sorry, man, I'm hosting church. I'm like, go for it. Yeah. Put headphones on or something. Yeah. Dude. Or you know, maybe you find another place where you can go and you yeah. can have your setup there. Or maybe like, you even just configure some oh. things in your room to like keep some of the like there's there's ways to to make like it work said, just like the etiquette dude i had literally like eight different roommates it's so stupid shit like you're going to bed 
He cranks the heat. I wake up, I'm sweating. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I lower the heat, wake up again, he's blasting again. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? And he's like, dude, it's cold. Like, it's fucking 86 degrees in here. Dude, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's not even like exaggerating. It was like fucking like 84. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on? It's tough. I had a roommate once um, in college. This was towards the end. And um, we had, it was like an apartment. So we had like our own apartment on campus. You know, had a full kitchen, you know, couch, everything. It was a nice little setup. And I wasn't supposed to room my house, I was a room with somebody else. And then that person ended up getting a, a different space off campus. So I kind of just got stuck with this kid. And he was this, you know, rich white kid from New Jersey, like pulled up on day one and like a, literally a brand new Jeep, Grand Cherokee, like fresh off the lot. And he, but he was just like so out of it. And I'm like, what he was there with his parents. They're moving him in where everybody leaves. You know, parents were great. They were nice. And I'm like, he just like slept for like three days. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with this kid? <laughs> and, you know, at that time he wasn't bothering me, but yeah. also I'm like, Fam, I don't know that I've seen you shower in the last couple of days. Like, let's, can we do that? And he was just so out of it. And then he just opened up to me. He's like, yeah, I just got out of rehab. Mm. He's like, I've been in rehab for the oh, last shit. six months. He's like, last semester I got addicted to, you know, all sorts of Adderalls and all these different things. He's like, I've been in rehab. And I'm like, all right. So at that point, I'm like, okay, let me take a step back. Mm. Like, let me not be a dick here. Like, what can I do to help yeah, you? Yeah. But then as the days went on, and this is within like a few weeks, man, like he just got worse and was like, literally was not doing anything, but then also just became an asshole. I'm like, all right, it's cool if, like, you're struggling, but, like, you're not going to be a dick and struggling. Like, I'm not putting up with both of those. And it got to the point where we were literally, like, on the verge of, like, fighting. Mm. He was so bad. His family had to, like, come back, take him away, bring him back to, like, the Sheesh. rehab space because he just was in such a rough spot. And I felt so bad because his dad was, like, I could see, the, like, the pain is that he was, like, apologizing on yeah. behalf of the kid. And I'm like, yo, don't even worry about it. Like, clearly he got some other stuff that's way more important right now. But it's, like, sometimes... Stuff like that is happening. You can't see it and you don't know. But then sometimes people are just fucking assholes. assholes like bro. people are just assholes. Brett's <laughs> like, thank God I didn't room on campus. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. I can't. We. I just went away for work and I literally I pay a little extra to make sure I get my own room because like yeah. you know they're like oh we got huge rooms I'm like nah. <laughs> I ended up getting a suite so that was lucky but like I have to have my own room. I was dreading even just staying with Josh recently. Yeah. And Josh is one of my best friends and I'm like nah. So how how was uh, how was Fox was you like oh god damn yeah, might exactly drive back yeah yo what what did I learn about you um what was that wild shit I learned cologne was it the cologne cologne wasn't there some shit like don't you do something like sixteen times oh deodorant deodorant yeah, oh, yeah. yo what the fuck? I do so so many <laughs> especially now summer coming back like I'm like uh if we go up down one I'm like I'm like hitting thirty damn yeah. I'm like I'm, I just especially like if I'm going to work right so if I start my day I'm going to work like you know nine to five type of thing and then lord knows i'm usually coming home after work but say i gotta go somewhere i'm like yo i always gotta be ready you know i gotta keep deodorant and like some some sanitary wipes different stuff in the car just in case you never know what life takes yeah. you but like yeah i'm just and that's like literally i will count it like i'm never oh, just shit. throwing it on and like i will literally, I literally count it in to make room, sure like... i'm getting the same on both. it's yeah it's it's wow. not normal I, am i, I doing this wrong I, the thing is like i <laughs> i question that Internally, in like Daimon, maybe like, yo, you must love doing that shit. You love, I'm like, no, I don't love it, but I just can't, I can't not do it. You, like, I just you count can't. other things? It's, it's everything. I count everything. Like, if I were to tap this table once, if I don't tap it again, it would fuck with me until I oh, tap it again. Shit. Like, my mind just does those things. And yeah. it's, again, not anything I control, not, not a bad thing. But like literally, I have little things like that. Like if I do things, I'm I'm about like symmetry and numbers yeah. and like oh, different things. But like, girls like a clean guy though. Oh, 100 percent. Like 100. But even me, day. like none of the, none of my hygiene ever, my whole life has ever been for a female. Mm. Never. It's just strictly because I I can't imagine functioning otherwise. Yeah. Like and I've had you know females in my life who are like maybe not as clean as me, and I'm like that's fine. I can, I'm okay with that. You're lying. But no, no, it's for real. But for me. And I think it's because my threshold is so high. So I'm like, if you're coming in under me, you can still be at like the 99th percentile. So like, that's sure, okay. I'm pretty sure Diamar is like, yo, this guy is crazy. Oh, yeah. She thinks I'm nuts. She thinks Tats. I'm nuts. No, but and she likes it though. Because, dude, I've, like, I've talked to girls and like, yeah, I've talked like, like girlfriends, like friends who are girls. They're like, I've talked to guys going on dates. And this guy's fucking not groomed. He smells like shit. Why the fuck would I want to be with this guy? You yeah. have to come in to impress the girl. And me and G were talking about this uh, on the last podcast. A lot of guys don't put that consideration. They want a baddie, but they're not putting the work in themselves. They're not hitting the gym. They're not getting haircuts. They're letting their fucking beard come down to here. They're not fucking, like, keeping up with themselves. So it's like, bro, you gotta, if you want a bad chick, you gotta also bring your game to the table. Yeah, 100% goes both ways. 100%. And I think, 
I think more now, I don't know if folks are understanding it more, but I think it's it's a little bit more prevalent where it's like, yo, women don't need men for anything. Like there's really nothing in the world mm. that a woman needs a man for. And I think men for the longest time didn't appreciate that in a sense. And it's like, yeah, no, they need me for X, Y, and Z. But it's like at this point, yo, they really don't need you for anything, bro. They don't <laughs> even need you to get pregnant. They can do that shit seven other ways. Five. Like, so... I think men are realizing that now and need to, hopefully, need to be more conscious. Like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, I got to make sure I'm good. What I'm bringing to the table is sufficient or more than sufficient and for her to feel comfortable want to explore. Like, and it goes the same way. Like, women need to also do the same things. Like, there's certain things. Like, women can't just rely on, oh, you know, like, there's always the running joke on Twitter, like, around Valentine's Day. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to give my man some some pussy for, for as a gift. And it's like, yeah, nah, that doesn't work. And I think most. Guys, I know. I was there, and I was wondering what the hell Flanny just said. Guys, sorry with the technical difficulties. We are still you know, on the newer side of a podcast. My mic was terrible, that podcast. Hopefully, I fixed it in post. Um, hopefully, I kept the multi-tracks. I'm filming this before I uh, attempt to do the uh, multi-track post-edit. So, um... Yeah, we were flowing that conversation. It was really good. We'll definitely get Flanny and Brett back on because that was a really good conversation. They were really good guests. Appreciate my boy. Yeah, Flanny and Brett do it. Um, definitely check that out. Give that a five-star review on Apple and Spotify, Google Podcasts. You know, give us a like, subscribe, share. We appreciate all that on YouTube. We definitely appreciate everything you guys have been doing, all the listeners. Definitely uh, appreciate all the love. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, you know, yeah, those five star reviews, those comments definitely help out. You know, share on TikTok, share on Instagram, share to your friends. You know, we really appreciate all the help. Again, I'm sorry that we just cut off because, um, yeah, I was there. I'm wondering what Flanny said, and you know, it was, it was all good conversations. So, um, this is the outro instead of just leaving you guys on red, like this, uh, sounds like we got taken out by the FBI and that one, it just literally comes to a halt. So um, this is the outro. I really appreciate everything. Keep that uh, five-star reviews up. Let's get it, baby. EG, pot of thunder, baby. EG, pot of thunder. Let's get it. <laughs>